Hey, oh, let's go. Welcome back, fellow weebs out there. My name is C Dub, and this is your fearless leader leading you through the storm of basic animes, your subpar animes, your boring mangas, your spectacular shows, the masterpieces of of the of the black and white ink. Welcome back, seriously though, I, I hope you guys are having a pretty damn good day. Welcome back to Weebcast, this is the fourth episode. I'm going to be going through the rest of the uh, Winter 2020 animes and you're going to hear my first impressions on them. If you're didn't, if you kind of new to the show, you don't know who I am. I am the shepherd of, <laughs> of all those interested in anime and manga. I am C-Dub and this is Weebcast. Um, if you didn't see last week's show, that's when I—that was my Winter 2020 anime first impressions part one, and now I'm gonna do all the ones I didn't get to in that first episode, just because I didn't think doing all in one episode would be, it'd be taxed, you know, on just for myself and you for you guys to listen to. So I thought I split up in two parts, um, but I did all the hard work, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys appreciate me. Give me a damn cookie, cause I had to watch some utter shit, utter shit, but. I love you guys so, I love you so much. I love each and every one. Yes, you over there. Yes, to the one who was saying, yeah, the one asking, I don't even know this black dude. Why is he saying I love you? I love you. I love you. And since I got, I love you guys so much, I say, you know what? Let me watch these 45 shows. And the, let me watch these first episodes of these 45 new premiering shows for the winter 2020 season. And let me give you my thoughts and my feelings on all of them. And that's what I'm going to hear to do for the, re- for the runs I didn't get to in the first episode. But before I do that, let me just uh, detail some themes that you're going to be seeing in the show. Idle music shows and 3D animation. Just saying those two things trigger something in my head now. From now on, it will trigger nothing but disgust and disappointment for the rest of my days. I, you know what? I don't even want to get to it. I'll get to it. When when we cross that bridge, but let's just get into the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys, my hand is stretched out there for you. Make sure you grab a hold of it. We're gonna get to the end of this episode together. The light at the end of that tunnel, you see it? Yep, right in front of you. I see it too. That is that is our destination. We have a lot of twists and turns. We're gonna get through. We got some, we got some hurdles to jump over. We got some tunnels to dig. We got some things to fly over. We got some lakes and divots to go around and mountains to cross in this episode. Filled with traumatizingly bad fucking anime. But like I said, there's, there's, there, are, there are some sweet spots on this journey for today, guys. Uh, uh, there are a few, few and far in between, but they are there. And... I will have, I, it's going to be fun discussing. Uh, I hope you guys don't have, I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. I'm just going to go get into it. Guys, let's hit that music out. We're going to throw it out and I'll see you guys in a few seconds. I see dub salute, bro. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, 
what do you think of, or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, yo, let's go. This is your boy, CW. Here's later for the Weebcast. This is episode four. I'm going to get into the animes I didn't get to in the first part. These are my first impressions of the winter 2020 anime slate. Um, and if you did hear the first part uh, last Tuesday, you knew that I liked the, uh, about three or four of them. I mean, about four, five or six of them that I thought that were really going to stick. Um, there were some on the fence. And then there was ones that I'm just going to be ditching. Um, and that's pretty much what's going to be the format for this one. After each anime that I, I'll go through a, a quick bare bones uh, synopsis. I'll give you some extra details about the uh, about the anime. You know who's who's animating them, uh, details of that nature, the music and all that. I'll get on into that for each anime, and then at the end of it, I'll let you know if you guys should stick with it or ditch it for this season. Um, so for right now in the winter 2020 anime, right now they're all around around six or seven episodes. Uh, there's a few exceptions where one, I think one only has one episode, and there's about two or three of them that have about less than five episodes. Uh, but they're all around, generally around six or seven episodes while this is being recorded right now. Um, and there's about 45 of, there's actually not about, I know that for total because I made sure I checked before I started recording. There are exactly 45 shows in this winter 2020 anime slate. Um, some, some were really enjoyable. Some of them not so much, and some I hope I never have to see again, and I hope they never see the light of day. <laughs> but uh, now for uh, they're some of them pretty some shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you, weaves. C Dub likes to keep truthful. C Dub doesn't like to lie to his other weaves out there. Um, some of them were just just not good, just not good shows. Um, but I'm gonna get into them. I'm gonna tell them where you should stick with them, where you should ditch them. Um, and we're gonna go right into the first one with Hatiana Illusion. Um, so with Hatiana Illusion, I think this one's getting about, I think it's getting, actually, it wasn't actually exactly stated how many episodes it's getting. I do feel like it's gonna get the 11 or 12 episodes, but it hasn't been officially said yet how many episodes it's gonna be getting. Um, the Children's Playground Entertainment um, produced and animated the show. They've done show. They haven't done a lot of shows, and probably shows you probably haven't really heard of. But they've done Citrus. They've done Infinity T Force. Um, they did. Um, I know I'm I'm forgetting another one. I think they did Sense and Cerberus. But this isn't a well-known producer, and they haven't really animated a lot of shows. Um, and none of the shows are particularly spectacular or anything special. And and sadly to say. Um, Hatiana's Illusion is going to be on that list of shows that are, aren't really that special. The duration for most of these episodes is about 24 minutes to 25 minutes. And it's a little mix of etchy, romance, supernatural, and comedy. And I'm going to get to that etchy in one in a minute, that etchy tag, because I don't know where the hell it is. And because if it is later in the series, I definitely didn't remember or 
I don't remember seeing that in the first episode at all. Um, then again, I could say the same thing about the comedy. Because um, so far, it really just plays up on its supernatural and the future romance ships with the two main characters. I didn't find this funny. I didn't find there's anything etchy, anything sexy about this show. Um, but this two show, this show is about two young people. Um, and their both goals are to be magicians. Sort of. I say that because the, the male character, the main character, uh, Makoto, wishes to become a magician. Um, just like his, his, the other main character, the female main character, Hatiana's father. Hatiana's father is a, a prized magician. And Makoto wishes to, wishes to strive and become like him. Uh, Hatiana, the other, the female male character, strives to become like her mother, uh, Maeve, who is a, a thief. Uh, and we see that in the beginning of the episode with... It looks like it's Maeve and um, Hatiana are maybe on this mission of sorts, um, ready to infiltrate a building and probably steal something. Uh, but, but that's cut, and it, we switch right into... Um, a flashback of Hatiana and Makoto when they first meet as kids. Um, and then they're reunited. And Hatiana learns out that Makoto wasn't exactly as she thought. Uh, apparently Hatiana thought that Ma- Makoto was a, a girl when they first met. And when they go to the flashback, you know... You know, um, they, I didn't pick up any things like... Pick up any clues that it was a girl. They actually they animated and drew it and it... As if it was supposed to be boys, so that that was a weird flip or twist, if you can call it a twist, a little bit later in the show. Like, I, I assumed it. I just thought it was a boy. I thought Makoto was a boy, and turns out he was a boy. I didn't think that was really needed in that little flashback and when they re- reunite. But it doesn't matter. But it, it does create some ire between the two. Well, mainly on Hatiana's side. Hatiana has this. Now, after finding out that he was a boy all this time, she's now turned into a Sudanese figure in like two seconds. Um, she went from like this sweet, funny type of character into now like, oh, oh that boy. I, oh, of course I don't want to be near him. Ugh. And then blushes every time she, he does something, anytime he freaking opens his mouth. But, um, but this episode doesn't really give a lot of information uh, to the viewer. It's to anything else. Other than we know the main character is I guess motivation or what their end goal is. Um, it's not really set in an interesting world, um, but there's nothing really going on in this first episode. I will say, um, but I, there is. It does seem like it is going in a direction that may be interesting, but none of that is is seeded up in this first episode. Almost nothing at all. Um, the only thing, the the most thing I probably got out of this first episode was that the future relationship of the two main characters. And that's what I say. I think most of this is just about romance and a little bit of um, mysticism with the magic and the thief and all that. Thing. You think a show that's going to have magicians and thieves would be pretty freaking interesting. And I thought it was going to tickle something in me that I thought that, man, this show might be pretty good. I look, one of the greatest mangas, one of the greatest animes of all time in my eyes, Detective Conan. I, you know, I was like, man, maybe that's why I love thieves and, and, and stuff of that nature so damn much. But, um, this has nothing. It's, doesn't even, it doesn't even come close. Um, doesn't even, doesn't even, doesn't even, uh, come to close to Detective Conan's pinky. I swear. Um, but then, I, you know, is this show going to go anywhere? I have no idea because I'm not going to be sticking with it because it's a big fat ditch. Um, literally the 
the most satisfying um, piece of uh, animation in this entire show was the magical girl transformation in the end where she become she kind of transforms with her little thief outfit um that's about it um to be honest the most intriguing parts were in the beginning and at the end um and then the rest was just a lot of fluff that I and you probably wouldn't care about um if you're looking for something with a little romance, you could probably find something elsewhere. If you're looking about an anime with thieves and magicians, um, I'm sorry, you could probably just watch another damn show. Don't watch Hatiana Illusion. Uh, this this show was pretty subpar, and you won't remember it in T-minus whenever the spring anime crop up in April. Believe me. But I'm going to go right into the next one. We're going to talk about Natsunagu. Um, and this was another super short episode-style type of show. Um... Each show run about, I think they run about for about four minutes each. Um, and like the last one that I reviewed in uh, the part one, I do think it kind of fits the four minute um, per episode, kind of. It is a slice of life and drama anime. Um, it is slated to have 12 episodes and it's done by Imagica Lab. And they have, li- I think, and I want to make sure of this, they've only done three pieces of work before. The other two you probably never heard of and i i didn't know about it either really um and that was uh shoujo kanto all starlight um and that was like a musical comedy school type drama and the other one is you know what i gotta i'm not even question oh that's right it was the armor shot for ladies and gentlemen and that was the etchy fantasy type style uh show that was i think a fall show no it was a winter show i believe in, tw- in 2018, um, both those shows pretty underwhelming, I'll say the least. I do think, though, this show does have a little bit of promise. I will say it's probably a little bit better than the other two shows that they have produced. Um, the premise, real quick, um, and it's just as short as the uh, the runtime, really. Uh, Natsuna and her friend uh, Isuki have been friends over this online game for a few years, and just before the game shut down, Isuki shared that. They wanted to meet uh, meet our sweet main character, Nasuna. But, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, the game shut down. And Nasuna didn't have any way to reconnect with him before the game shut down. So, uh, Nasuna was saying, I don't have any of her, this person's social. So, how could I meet her? I don't, there's no way for us to contact anyone. So, she spends, Nasuna spends all her precious gaming money, quote-unquote gaming money, um, on a bus ride to, I believe, um, I don't, I don't think I even have the, the location down, but she, I think she looked back in her, in their old chat logs and found, and early in their chatting days, uh, Iski noted about where she kind of lives and what kind of neighbor, or at least some kind of location. And that's where Nasuna does. She, she takes a bus trip down there to, uh, uh Kumamoto. Um, using a rough address that they found earlier in her chatting days. Um, and then the episode ends realize Nasuna's realizing that most of that residential area is gone. Um, there are bulldozers there. You know, it looks like it was been, it's going to, the land's going to be repurposed for something, but there are no houses. Um, and apparently Isuke doesn't live here. Obviously she she can't live here anymore. There's, so now she's kind of just stuck here. Um, and that's kind of the just that's just the first episode. The first, I, and that was that runs about four minutes. So, I mean, there's not much to get to. But I will say, um, 
the animation was really nice. It was real simple. I like the sketchy tone, the sketchy vibe of it. Um, the nice, un, kind of the most unpolished uh, outlining of the characters I thought was real neat. Um, though I think the premise is pretty bare bones. I don't think it's anything uh, pretty simple and nothing really uh, unique about it. Um, I do think it kind of hits with some chords with people in, in real life of meeting an online friend, someone that you trust, someone that you've talked to for years. Um, and then when you guys decide to finally meet, it should be uh, a quite an lake. It's quite an occasion. Um, and in this, and not in this case, it's kind of going wrong, kind of go awry already. Um, the animation did kind of remind me of something like the keep my hands off, uh, keep your hands off Eozokian kind of did to a degree with, I think it's probably some of the best animation in this, in the entire winter 2020, uh, season, but it's not quite as good as keep your hands off Eozokian, but it does, it does have some shades of it and it kind of has its own little take on it. Um, unlike my first impression of Heia Camp, which you can hear on the first, um, episode three or no episode two, I believe. I'm sorry. No, episode three. I, I can't even give it some. But on the part one of my winter 2020 anime um, first impression, um, this this um, Natsunagu kind of surprised me. Um, it ends with the, like, I thought what was going to be the opening theme of the, the anime. I should have checked the runtime before watching it. But, you know, after she she's shocked that, oh, my, there's no houses here. This, is this address even a real place anymore? Um... And then it goes into the music, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is a pretty sweet opening. And then, uh, then it ends, and I, I even check. Oh, that says about four minutes thirty two seconds. Interesting. And it, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And but it, like the case with uh, Heya Camp, which was another short anime, and I uh, had my first impressions on in the first episode. Hey Camp kind of lent its premise and its story and its bright and bubbliness kind of lended itself to the short runtime and it kind of felt it felt brief it felt sense and it was a nice short little arc in the first episode and you can't and you left that episode like all right i got it cool cool so this is what this is going to be all right awesome um and but this one didn't really it kind of just ends pretty abruptly right after the music and it kind of it almost expects you to be wanting something more after but you're not going to get anything until that next episode um, so I'm not quite sure if the runtime actually really benefits the show in any case. Um, I don't see why this show couldn't have been a, a 22, 21, you know, 24 minute runtime. Um, I, cause I do think the sli- this slice of life premise is pretty, uh, it's not the most interesting, but I feel like I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of it played out in the first episode. Um, personally, but that's just me. Um, but I, in my final thoughts on, uh, Natsunaga is or Natsunagu I kind of I'm kind of I kind of do want to see what happens when they finally meet or if they ever do meet uh, how's how's she going to come and talk contact with Itsuki I'm just not going to be watching it anytime soon maybe months months later down the line this is a ditch um hate camp is just a lot better something a little cuter short run time actually makes a little more sense with that I like I said I, I recommend hate camp over this I'd forget about uh, Nasunagu. On to the next one, and on to the first stick of this episode right now. It's my favorite pop automated to the bu- uh, bu- uh, Budokan, I Would Die. This show is freaking hilarious. The dub and the sub is actually really nice. Uh, I'm not sure, I mean, 
the dub isn't really anything special. I do like some of the dub voices in it. Um, the animation isn't like out of this world beautiful, so maybe there's no really reason to you know uh, watch the dub. But I, if you want to watch, if you're kind of a dub watcher, um, the dub you won't be disappointed. Um, this is one of the few animes where I did check out the dub because I was just so interested in see how this was going to be translated or even localized or however. Um, and it's pretty, it's almost line for line the same as the dub. I mean, as the sub. Um, but let me get into it. It's K-pop the anime? No, 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 I'm sorry. It's the J-pop the anime? Uh, I guess not either. Well, look, look, I mean, there's a lot of idol shows. I mean, just how many idol shows do we actually need in the world? Two, five, ten tops, maybe? I don't know. But as much as this genre has played out, especially in this recent goddamn winter 2020 anime season, I will say that this Elise Idol show takes a different perspective, a fresh perspective, one that I haven't seen before. But if you guys um, have any uh, recommendations that kind of deal with this type of perspective in the show, let me know. But I'll, I'm going to tell it to you right now. Um, this has, yeah, I was going to say, this has a different perspective than your older siblings' idol shows. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that right now. See, this one's about the fandom of these said idols. It's about the fans of the idols. It focuses on the people that are in those shows, in those those small concerts, in those, you know, in those concerts, waving those light sticks. You know what I'm saying? Um... And throughout the, the entire episode, we see glimpses of how actual K-pop and J-pop fans make their, you know, take their infatuation for their fa- uh, favorite groups to an comedic, in a in an outward comedic fashion, really. Um, there's even a little fan chant scene that kind of, I'm sorry, it made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. It made me laugh. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, especially for someone who listens a little bit of K-pop, listens a little bit of J-pop. I thought it was... I thought it was really funny. Uh, and just seeing how the J- K-pop and J-pop stands on Twitter. It's like, man, this do they realize there's a, there's a show kind of depicting how sometimes, how crazy some of y'all people are. But, um, and, if, and I'm sorry, if that's one of you guys listening right now, look, I'm sorry. C-Dub says sorry. He doesn't mean to offend those who listen to, like, listen to K-pop and J-pop. I'm just saying some of y'all crazy ones are kind of y'all kind of wild that's what i'm saying y'all just kind of wild but look look, look. i'm sorry what the hell is wrong with me there's an idol show that i actually enjoy and i'll show that i kind of like this certainly has this has to be the only one right you know see like you're probably asking c-dub this is probably the only idol show you're probably gonna like don't worry about it um i uh, you may say stick with it but I'm, I'm gonna have to ditch it i i hear you i hear you and before you uh turn off this episode let me explain to you um that this show is worth a stick because I'm sticking with it. Um, it's a weak one, but it is the first stick. The comedy in this show is, a, is definitely more than enough to keep me interested and to watch the second episode and catch up with the uh, anime. But it's about this one. It's about this girl who basically um, we show it in the first episode where she kind of shows up at this outdoor stage of this low um, of this new or this at least more recent. Um, little idol group and she you know she decides to check them out and you know see how they are and then from from the first moment of you know hearing their song hearing them perform she becomes she starts standing one of the girls like hella hard uh mina is the is the girl on the um on the idol on the idol group that our main character um 
fall, you know, you know, can't help but fall over for, you know what I'm talking about? And basically the first episode is about basically showing the relationship of the two or the proposed relationship. Because throughout the episode, every time our main character, I think it's Iripolio or Iripio, um, she pretty much spends all her working money or most of her working money on seeing Mina and this idol group. Buying CDs of with Minus picture, buying tickets to handshake and take pictures with her. Um, her life almost centers around Mina. Um, so much effect that she funny enough, like she only has one outfit, and not like because you know it's an anime, so they only have one outfit. No, she only wears the trash track suit she wore in high school. She wears it all the time because she doesn't spend any money on clothes or any new clothes at least. She just wears the track suit and like some old gym clothes or whatever. Because she spends most of her money getting CDs for, for with Minus Face and handshake tickets and meet and group meet and meet and greets and things of that nature, which is actually pretty funny. Um, and basically, throughout the episode, we kind of get we're getting we give the impression that Minus kind of like you know I'm not really you know I I'm kind of weirded out there by this girl. Um, she's a little a little too much <laughs> a little too much about me. She she goes up to every show. She's always the first person in line to meet me and things like that. But by the end of it, in a nice little cute way, after the two have did a little a meet a meet and greet and they had they took pictures, um, all the other girls from the girl group kind of go and they say, "Hey, uh, Mina, is that last picture yours?" And you know, Mina's like, "Yeah." And so once they leave, Mina picks up the picture, and we kind of get a little inner monologue, and she starts blushing. And she's actually turns out the twist is, you know, she's kind of has some feelings for this fan as well. Um, and look, don't dig too deep in it, C-Dub. Or, I'm sorry, I should be saying, don't take, dig into, dig into deep about it. You guys, weaves out there listening to Weavecast right now because you probably think, well, that's kind of a little inappropriate for an idol to have feelings for one of their fans. Well, don't worry about that. Just enjoy some of the jokes because I think the jokes and the situations uh, that these, these, idle stands go through are, are really enjoyable and that's why I'm, I, I think you guys should stick with it and you get a little nice little Yuri at the end I'm not really big on Yuri and I don't think it should be the main focus of the anime which I don't think this is the main focus or at least from the first episode I do think it focuses on the, the culture of people um like I said it's a different perspective this show shows the perspective of people who stands the idols and not just from the idols um, so I do. That's why I think this idol show is probably going to be one I'm going to be watching, keeping a close eye about, just because of how different it, how its different take on the genre. And that's in over time in, in these episodes, you know, um, something you should know about me is that I really enjoy anime that have that has that uses unique storytelling, and I don't think it takes a lot of work to flip a genre on its head or change the perspective in the genre and i think and this is a, an example it's not the greatest example i don't think this is one of the greatest animes you know i've ever seen um i think it's one of the better ones in this winter 2020 anime season for the sole fact that I, it does it, it that it kind of flips the genre on its head a little bit if not on its head it kind of flips it on its side and shows you a little bit of different perspective on um you know in this idol anime because there's t- hundreds of idol animes um and there's going to be some others that I'll probably talk about in this episode. Oh my god. I, I'm dreading. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm going to keep it to this one. If my favorite pop idol made it to the uh, Budokan, I would die. 
you guys should stick with this anime. C-Dub's gonna give it that stick stamp on that one. I think you guys should check this one. It's pretty damn funny. Um, the dub is actually not too bad as well. Actually, I do like enjoy some of the voices. Um, and it's got some really, it's got some highlight moments. Uh, now on to the next one. Um, this is called uh, 22-7. And once again, I'm sorry. But what the f- what I'm sorry what the fuck is happening? It, it looks like it. I'm sorry. I'm just hey production. Um, it says I I'm sticking with this one. Is that true? Did you check read this? Oh, I did. I actually liked it. What the fuck is happening? Um, sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But I think there's another. <laughs> I think there's another idol show that I kind of sort of enjoy. <laughs> it's 22-7 It's uh, gonna have about I think it's gonna be slated for 12 episodes It's uh, produced and licensed uh, By Aniplex And the it's animated by um, A1 Pictures So they've done Fairy Tale Sword Online uh, Blue Exorcist um, Your Lie in April uh, Seven Deadly Sins Black, Bo- Black Butler You guys know You guys know A1 Pictures right um, But I just don't know what's wrong with me I I, I C-Dub likes a second idol show. Uh, let me just let me explain. Our main character, Miyu, uh, was chosen to be a part of this idol group along with seven other colorful looking girls by uh, a mysterious wall. Yes, you heard me right. A wall. And I mean an actual wall. Well, okay, maybe not like the wall that you're that I'm looking at, like a bland white wall, a wall or the wall or ceiling that you're looking at. The wall has, maybe, I think it has a lion's face. It's got some detail to it, but it's a magical wall. Um, did I, am I getting this seriously? Yeah. Okay, look, I've said this a hundred times, and you're going to hear me say it a hundred times in later episodes, I'm sure. I'm not an idol show type of guy, all right? But if you play around with the rules of that genre and present something new, I'm going to check it out, No, regardless of the genre. I'm probably going to try to check it out for sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, didn't think you could actually add a mysterious angst genre kind of mix into an idol show. I mean, they, I have, I don't know why the, like a mystery and angst would ever be a part of a, um, idol show. And by golly, someone, some mad lad actually did it. (laughs) Some actually mad man actually said, you know what? Let me mix these two unlikely fellows. I'm going to make them meet, smush them together, and, and make 22-7. Um, now, I'm, I, this is a caveat. I'm going to stick with it. I think you guys should stick with it and enjoy the ride with me. Let me know if you guys are watching the show. I'm going to stick with it just to see, purely on based on where the hell is this show going. Uh, um, It sounds silly, but I, I need to see where it's going to go. Um... Now, let me detail a little bit more about the show. These girls get together, and I'm, this wall that kind of kind of picked these girls, it, one of the characters gives, gives us a little exposition on the wall and why they praise it or whatever. Apparently, the wall gives instructions on these little cards, and it kind of tells, you know, and at least the way it's explained that, it, um, it kind of basically gives instructions to, on... I guess, well, we really don't know, but we just know that there's this business, um, and then they take instructions from a wall in this one dark, dreary room. (laughs) 
that's literally, I, I really can't, I don't want to tell, I don't know how much I can really talk about it. Um, but these girls are, are mister uh, mysteriously drawn in by this wall and this, the producer's like, Hey, we, I just do what the wall tells me. So if it shows y'all, it shows y'all, y'all are idol group. Uh, we're going to get it started. Um, I should add that the main character, Miyu, doesn't, and which I th- and this is another thing, which is a twist on, at least from the idol shows I've, I've looked into, is that Miyu doesn't, is, isn't really interested in being an idol. Like, she actually kind of despises the idea of being an idol, because she thinks it, it represents something evil and nasty in the world, like, um, like false reverendship and, you know, you know, you just shake, you just dress up as these cute little girls and then shake your hips and all that stuff for older men and things like that, which, you know, she's speaking some fucking facts. I do think a lot of these, I think why a lot of these idol groups in real life and in anime, why these things get produced and shown is because, you know, there's some creeps out there. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. C-Dub don't lie. C-Dub keeps it a hundred, bro. But, um, and she kind of spells that out, but, and what she says is she only reason she goes along with this is because she wants to support her family. Now, the family thing, and that's where the angst comes in, comes in is we don't know why, um, maybe, you know, why the money, I mean, we, we assume that maybe that, cause she lives with her mom and younger sister and she was, she was really, she really, um, she wanted to keep her job as a, I think she worked at like a, a convenience store, like a little shop. Um, and she lost her job because she wasn't, she didn't smile enough, um, and the guy fired her literally because you aren't friendly enough to be customer. And she was, he was saying, you know, what? customer service, customer service isn't really your thing. And she was heartbroken. Um, cause she knew the money she was make. I, we don't know why I, the mob doesn't look like, it doesn't seem like she works. And if she does, we don't see it in the show. Um, both times I think we see her, she's usually, you know, cooking or not even cooking. She was there because I think Miu in one of the, in somewhere in the episode, she's the, she, you know, after she got back from being fired or back from the work she says oh, okay i'm back um I, i'll have dinner ready soon um so it, she does seem like she's carrying the burden of her family and it's been weighing heavy on her for at least for a few years now and then being fired kind of just kind of broke her a little bit um and that's why she she goes back um you know she goes back to the wall and where the other girls and she's like you know what i'm only doing this is because i need to I don't think idols, I don't believe in the idea of idols, but I'll do it because I need to. I need to support my family. And I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Um, I have no idea where the show is going. I have no idea. But I do like the main character. I like how we, we know we know right from the beginning what she wants and why she's needed, even though we don't know 100%. And also, what the fuck is up with this wall? I'm sorry. I sound like Trump talking about, the, talking about this wall so much, but I'm really interested in what the fuck this wall has to do with anything. But... Like I said, I'm going to stick with the anime. You probably should too, just to see at least where it goes. Because the main character I does, does seem like it'll be compelling, um, you know, in this show. Now, one of my favorite shows I think I'm going to be watching for sure in this anime season is the next one I'm going to be talking about. And that is number 24. Now, number 24, um, I think it's the only sports title sports title in this season's lineup. I'm pretty sure the other one would be in Haikyuu, the fourth season to the top. Um, and let's go. And I know Haikyuu was obviously, you know, I can't compare number 24 to Haikyuu, uh, mainly because Haikyuu has got four, you know, three seasons and a long run and a manga that's been highly successful. Um, 
So, and they're both unfinished. So, it's not fair to compare IQ to this in its entirety. But I will say that number 24's first episode is a lot better than Haikyuu's fourth season first episode. I'll tell you that damn right here. C-Dub right, is telling you right now that this show did a better episode, better part of getting me excited for what's to come than the fourth season first episode of Haikyuu to the top. Uh, just, I'm just saying to you. But I personally enjoy this. I thought, I'm going to let you write out right now, there isn't a lot of sports action. Actually, I don't think there is any sports action in this first episode. Um... Now, I'm, not, I'm sure that was purposeful. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll see some more going into it um, as the season progresses. But the first season was purely setting up with, with smart exposition from characters. Um, without giving up too much information all at once. And kind of leaves the watcher to be imaginative and wonder what kind of, you know, how these people know each other and things like that. But um, it, it smartly induced characters. It set up their imp- motivations uh, with, with, with subtle, subtlety. Um, so I'll let it pass for now. I think the only sports action I think we see is maybe a little bit on someone's watching some old highlight clips. Oh, I should probably talk about the fucking sport. See, God, I'm stupid. Look, it's a rugby show. Um, and you're thinking, well, was there a rugby show like last season? You what? It was, but don't don't worry about it because it sucked. This is better. Let, I'm just saying, don't even worry about the other rugby show from the previous season. It sucked. This one's a lot better. This one you should be using your time wisely on. It's a stick. It literally reminds me of the baby steps. Um, I think this one, it kind of tackles the, the rugby game or the, the rugby game like baby steps tackle tennis smartly. It, um, I think it's going it, to, it teaches you the game, but also being mature about it. Um, also... The reason why I like this so much is because I think it is a large cast, as usually in a lot of sports animes and sport mangas, but the cast does look interesting because um, we don't really know like where the skill level is. We just know that they have some kind of connection to this main character who is um, no longer able to play as far as we know. Now, let me explain some, let me explain further. The main character in this number in this number twenty four was a famed, or I think he was. At least we know we've only we don't we don't hear from himself. We barely hear from a few um, from a few characters. Um, but the feeling we're we're getting from this, at least the feeling that they're supposed to give give to the viewers, is that this was a super rookie. Um, like he was really good on this team. Um, but whatever whatever happened. No, I think now I do know. I remember what happened. It was a motorcycle accident, um, and his friend was was giving him a ride on a motorcycle. They crashed, and our main character was actually injured and could not play rugby anymore. So he kind of he, st- but he loves the sport so much that he wants to still be a part of the team. Um, so as I guess he be- he kind of becomes like not the coach, but he becomes the manager of the team for the club. Um, and we kind of see him kind of do his. I mean, he's. He's so used to playing the sport. He's not a guy who kind of could be on the sidelines of the sport. Like, uh, and I do like that because he does kind of struggle with the duties of being a manager because he's just so used to being the guy, the person who plays and does his best and train, you know. Um, so he, he's we get to see him kind of struggle in his new role. And this main character isn't your typical sports main character, which I really like. Um, and I'm really interested in see how he's going to contribute. 
to the show and, and to the hype of this of, of rugby and how the show is going to go on because the, the indication I'm getting, and I've only seen the first episode, and I'm using my first question. I wonder if he's going to be maybe like, I don't know if you guys ever read or watched Giant Killing, where it kind of centers around this football, this football team or soccer. Um, and the main character is kind of the coach. He used to play, or he kind of used to play, but he's the coach. And he's so smart. He's so cerebral. He can attack the game, use his players, and outsmart other teams and their coaches. And I'm wondering if that's what this main character's role going to be. Is he going to create excitement and tension without even being the one playing? Um, and I think that'd be really cool. So I hope you guys, re- I really guys recommend you to hype this show up for sure. To get an actual good rugby anime out there. Because the last one was just not good at all. Just not good at all. But number 24 definitely looks promising. It's probably going to be the sports title I'm going to be probably going to be watching over Haiku. At least for this season for sure. Number 24. I can't wait to see what kind of options they're going to throw in this this main character's way. Um, I kind of want to see what the relationships. Oh, and one other thing about the animation. Sometimes the animation looks a little crude. I don't know. Or half-assed. I'm not quite sure if that's just this episode. But it does seem a little weird. I'm not going to lie. It does seem a little weird. And also the animation almost looks like I thought. Like if you just look at the um, some pictures online. Or if you've seen the, the cover photo for this anime. Number 24. It almost looks like it's a um, like a yaoi kind of thing. But it's not. It's really not. It, it's not. It just looks like that. I'm not saying yaoi shows are, are inherently bad. Uh, but that's just what I saw when I saw the cover, the pictures of before watching it. I was like, this is kind of like a Yahweh show. Well, let me check it out. And it's not really. Um, it, it's really nothing of that sort, to be honest. It just kind of looks like that with how the how the boys are animated and drawn. Um, but it's just a nice little um, sports and school kind of show. Um I know it's produced by uh, Magic Capsule, but the studio, the animation studio, I think of the same people who have been in High School DxD, Baka the Test, um, and Bikini Warriors. So they haven't done a lot of shows, but they've done at least some few of prominence. And it's mostly for 12 episodes, and it's not so highly rated. I haven't seen a lot of talk about it on Reddit, Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram, or anything like that. So it's kind of flying under the radar currently so we'll see i hope he gets some attention um uh later on but let's get into the next show a a show that i'm dreading already it's called bang dream it's season three in the first episode um and i know you're coming to a show that is in third season and you're saying cw might not get it you can't fully Enjoy it if you've never seen the first two seasons. No bullshit. Your first episode better should be at least competent. All right. And Bang Dream season three is nowhere near that. It's just it suffers from a case of where the third, second, or fourth season, the first episode kind of just rests on its laurels and just doesn't cater to maybe new viewers that happen to might want to watch this show. And kind of like what Haiku to the top season four did does so. I've talked about it with Haikyuu. I've talked about it with sci- uh, a certain scientific rail gun T. Um, but even then, those two at least had a better first episode than Bang Dream Season 3 Episode 1. This this sucked. I'm sorry. It, I was tempted to quit almost halfway through it. I mean, when the only interesting character kind of showed up, she just as quickly as, quickly as she was introduced, she left. And we kind of saw her near the end. Um, but... 
God, the mixing of 2D and 3D animation here was atrocious. It was sickening. I, I could barely focus on the show. I wanted, like I said, I wanted to quit halfway through. And I don't understand. I don't understand. The 2D and 3D animation doesn't do anything for this show. It was just because, oh, it's an idol show. So we have to have some 3D animation. Aha, aha, aha. Of course, of course. But no, it, it, it just, it was just there. They just had 3D, just because. And at this added with a boring plot and a boring premise, you'd be better watching all, better be watching 22-7 or if my favorite idol makes Budokan, I'll die. Because if I'm going to recommend any idol shows this season, just watch those two, uh, please. Thank, please, just watch those two. Because this show, Bang Dream Season 3, is getting ditched so hard, my ex-girlfriends are kind of, are feeling bad for it. Like, no lie. I'm ditching this fucking anime. Uh, I, I, I have no, I, I can't describe its blandness any more than, than I don't think, there's no way to describe its blandness. I mean, shit, a struggle sandwich with no cheese or barbecue sauce. Like, that's what this show was. It's a struggle sandwich, but it got no cheese, no barbecue sauce, nothing. It's just eating two things of bread. That's all that shit is, bro. Don't even watch this show. Bang G Season 3 is getting ditched. I'm going to want to spend too much time on it. We're just going to move on. We're going to move on. The next show. Um, have you seen my Tama? Um, now, have you seen my Tama is, I, I guess, one of those kind of cutesy shows. Uh, I understand its target audience is probably children or anything, but it's still not fun to watch. Um, it's a slice of life show. It's slated for about 11 episodes. It's got several producers like Sony Creative, Fuji, Dentsu, Aniplex. It's licensed by Aniplex, like I said. Um, but I think MAPPA uh, is, it produced it. So they did Yuri on Ikes, Inuyashiki, Shingeki no Bamahut, Dorororo, Zombieland Saga, Banana Fish, Hajime no Oop, Ippo, Ushio no Tora. Um, and I think Lap and Track also helped MAPPA. But MAPPA, I think, are doing more, heavy, more of the heavy lifting here if I'm, if I'm not... If I think, if I believe so, um, but the episodes run about 23 minutes, um, and basically it's about a show where basically the pets of this one little neighborhood of, I think it's called district three or I'm not quite sure, but in this little prefecture or nine prefect, this little neighborhood, there's these lot of, these lot of pets and they know each other and they're friends. But the interesting take on, I guess you'd call it interesting take, is that all these pets, um, the world sees them as these cute little dogs or cats and, and things of that such. But we see them as, as their human personas. Um, so the persona's got ears or, you know, if they're a bulldog, it's got like, you know, the two-tone color hair and big ears or whatever that stuff. Um... But simply, in a city somewhere in Japan, there's a flyer often seen on 3rd Street with a picture of a cat with a uh, kink tail bearing the words, Have you seen my Tama? Um, a young boy gazes at the flyer, but he has fluffy ears on his head. So, watch these dogs and cats from 3rd Street take on human form and get up to some mischief. And that's literally what it is. It's a nice little slice of life anime with these human persona typed animals. Kind of just, you know play with each other, get in sorts of mischief and troublemake around this little neighborhood. Um, 
It, now, there was in this first episode, there was like three little stories in this first episode. The first story was about half the runtime, and then the rest was split into two other little shorter stories. Um, to be honest, the show isn't bad, I think. I think it's just, I think it'll appeal to the people that it'll appeal to. This isn't really my type of show. I do think the structure of the show is pretty pretty tight. Um, the opening theme is pretty nice, I will say. But um, nothing really spectacular in terms of story. Um, it's just a nice little chill type of little slice of life anime. It's supposed to be, you know, cute, adorable kittens and puppies getting in mischief, trouble in this little, um, neighborhood. Um, but I'm ditching this show. I- I'm ditching it. And, um, but I'm sure if someone really, you know, someone who has pets, you know, and, you know, likes anime, maybe, you know, you might want to put on this, you know, to spend some time with your little puppy, you know, lazing around in the house. Maybe put this on, maybe they'll like it, you know, maybe... You're fine. That's the only th- way I can probably see somebody really enjoying this show. Um, so I'm not really going to spend too much time on this one. And I'm not going to really spend too much time on this next one. O- Oda Cinema Nobunaga. And you're saying, like, Chris, you mean just Oda Nobunaga? Why did you some cinnamon and all this? Well, it's a silly little anime. I think it's slated for about 12 episodes. It's bu- done by su- Studio Signpost, I believe. Um, if they've done Kingdom Season 3 and this show, so pretty green, um, but it's a slice of life comedy historical Senin. It, to be honest, I really don't see the Senin part of it, and I really don't see the historical part. Um, but I'll get to that in a little bit later. So, we have a nice little simple comedy based on the infamous uh, Oda Nobunaga being reincarnated as a Shiba dog. <laughs> See, there was, a, there was a few laughs in this, and the novelty of a gruff, worn old man in cute dog bodies seemed funny at first, but I don't expect it to last too long. By the episode, by the end of the episode, it kind of wore off on me, and I realized I was just watching a council of dead warlord, warlords reincarnated as pets, trying to figure out who actually killed Obanaka um, in his first in, in his first line. Um, and if that's how they're going to try to hook viewers... Over these 11 and 12 episodes. Good luck to him. Because I won't be on this damn ride. I'm ditching this one pretty hard. So what I was expecting through this show. Was I was like you know what. It's kind of silly. The premise is kind of a little silly. Kind of wacky. But maybe you know they'll kind of. It is historical based. So maybe um, we'll actually learn something about these historical figures. And their lives. How they lived. What they thought about their importance to Japanese um, culture and to the, you know, culture of the world, for the history of the world. No, we don't get any of that. At least in the first episode, we don't. And to be honest, I don't think we'll get it in any of the upcoming episodes because that doesn't seem like the focus. The focus just seems like a little mystery of who actually killed Nobunaga and why is he reincarnated as a dog? And we see some other historical Japanese figures, but... And we get kind of snippets of what they're of what they're what they did, but I didn't really learn too much about them. I had to Google them and look them up and try to do some research of my own. Uh, and I'm gonna say, well, Chris, you shouldn't expect an anime to teach you anything, you know. But okay, but what else was I'm gonna be enjoying in this damn? You thought just seeing people reincarnate as dogs was gonna be enough for me to watch a damn show? No, I wanted if I was gonna watch it, at least learn. I was gonna learn something. About Oda Nobunaga, you know? But no, it's not. And and I wasted... I think the show was literally... Well, I think it ran for... It usually runs about 23 to 24 minutes. And 
you don't really learn anything much other than names you probably never heard of some historical figures you probably never heard of maybe and that's it do you learn why they're infamous or why what makes them so feared or whatever no no we don't you think it'd be cool to learn about some of the other Warren States era warlords you know but nah we don't and I don't see if we're ever going to get that the plot's a little dry it's dry and then a white woman's chicken like which is it's just no point to it like I said I don't want to spend too much on I'm just going to get it right on to this uh, next one which is newsflash a ditch but but stick with me right now it's at least a interesting ditch look it's Yadogame Chan, uh, Kananatsu Niku 2. Um, I guess this, I've never heard of the show in my life. Um, but in the second season, in Yadogame Chan's uh, Kananatsu Niku 2, it's, I think it's running, it doesn't have any slated number set of anime uh, sh- sh- episodes yet, um, but it's a slice of life comedy school shonen. Not sure where the shonen comes in because I don't remember any of that in the first episode, but I digress. Um, but it's, um, the studios, animation studios have done it. I, they've done other things like Blood Wars, uh, Military. They've also done, um, hmm, OG-san to Marshmallow. It's My Life. You know, God Eater. Some of the, I think they did two God Eater, God Eater OVAs or specials. But a studio that, we, you know, that's not really to, relatively well known pretty low-key um and the thing is there's not a lot of information about this show um it's just a really weird mix but i let me get to it. it you you really i had to watch two episodes of these just to kind of get a feeling because you really can't get a feel for the show in the first view in the first episode um each episode is about three minutes long and it makes so it makes the pacing and the facts and the comedy like a whirlwind just in your face and you just can't catch up um so i mean it's the second season so apparently someone watched the first season or people liked it enough to to warrant a second season i guess and i'm trying to say you know and i'm trying to find what the hell is the appeal in this show is it the animation no not really is it the jokes no, I mean, I mean, I think there are better comedy shows overall, and better a lot of better comedy shows in this season. Hell, Interspecies Reviewers got some some better comedy than this. Um, the runtime, no, Hey Camp, like I've been saying before, it's a lot, it's a good, it's a pretty good show with a short runtime, a lot tighter than this. So, really, what really makes this series special? Educating the outside world about Nagioya. A, a place that in Japan that I'm not familiar with and probably people are only familiar with it unless you probably live there or live near there. Like, literally, that's the entire show. The entire show is going through different characters, dialects, and kind of cultural touchstones of this uh, Nagaoya, the people in this Nagaoya, and their, ac- and their dialects and accents. <laughs> that's literally what the show is. And, and like... By the time you have any other question, the show is end, it's done, and the episode's done, and you're like, well, did I really learn anything? So, I mean, I, I was going to say, I really don't see any people watching the show unless you have people who live there, who have lived there, 
or people or if you live there. That's literally all I can say about that. This one's a big ditch for me. I don't ever want to see this show. Um, now on to the next show. Is um Act Addict Actors Season Spring and Summer. Now this show was I will immediately admittedly doesn't seem all that bad. Um but it's doesn't it's not really it doesn't it's unknown as whether how many episodes this show is going to be getting over the course of the season. Um, but it's another musical show, kind of. And I'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but its runtime is usually, it's about 23 to 24 minutes. It's produced in studio. It's produced by PA Works. They've done Angel Beach, Charlotte, another um, True Tears, Serious, Tardy Tardy, Fairy Gone. Uh... And I think they did the Professor Layton movie as well. So that was pretty cool. But um, they haven't done a lot of, a lot of notable things other than probably Andrew Beats and the Professor Layton movie. Um, but this this show is... I mean... Okay, let me get into a short stop. So in Tokyo, there's this place called uh, Velude Way. And it, this picture is notorious for street performers... And, and theatrical groups. So Izumi Tachibana was previously in a, a stage actress, and she uh, she arrives with a letter that says, "Full of debt, zero customers, only one actor." Um, and it describes the current state of this once popular theater group, uh, Manakai Company, and her basically it becomes her task to rebuild this company to its former glory um, as the new owner and chief director. Um. And I should, and I'm gonna get right. Gonna preface it right now. This anime is having some production issues, and with the uh, with the recent uh, COVID nineteen outbreak, the coronavirus outbreak, and I think episode four to twelve will be delayed until April twenty seventh. So we won't be seeing the rest of this until the spring anime come out. So there's only three episodes currently out right now, and it won't be finished until the, when the spring anime roll out. So when we get into the spring anime, and I'll have an episode on about that, you know, later down the road. Obviously, when we get to, when we cross that bridge, I probably won't be doing this show as a first impression, um, only because you know I'm doing it in this episode here, and I, you probably guys don't want to hear it twice. I may reference it, but whatever. Um, but that's just a little background on that. Um, but look. And it's hard to tell. You won't, you won't be able to tell if you just go in it blind like I did. But apparently this show is based off a mobile game. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, and I didn't know that until after I finished watching it. Because um, you really couldn't tell. It's kind of labeled as a music genre show. But I literally would title it as a shonen slice of life. Because there's really no music. Really. Because uh, there's a bunch of actors. And I'm not saying actors can't have musical pursuits or anything like But there's really no music. Other than the beginning and ending themes. <laughs> so. I'm not quite sure why it's, t- it's, it's labeled as a music. Um, but I would say shown in Slice of Life. And I say that for one reason. Because there's no musical part. But the acting. But it said acting. Which is fine. But it, it just the music genre is confusing. It, it felt pretty good. It has a natural shown in pace. With a clear premise and a problem. Set from the, very, from the beginning. And the main character you know, throttles these strangers to come together to strive towards that one center goal. Um, 
to be honest, I've never seen a sh- look. I'm gonna chalk. I'm gonna track characters as a shonen. I'm sorry, it's a shonen slice of life with acting. There's acting, and the main character wants to make this his troop. You know, clear the debt and try to become you know relevant in this prefecture again. So it's kind of like One Piece, but if Luffy was trying to search for actors around town to join his troop, huh? Then again, this show isn't nearly as good as One Piece. Uh, but it does kind of give you One Piece Shonen vibes, though. I will say that. Um, so if there's if, and if there's any shows like this, similar shows like this, let me know because I didn't think I would see an, a show about an acting guild be so have Shonen focused. Um, and I really and I don't really think this is a bad show. I think it's pretty competent. The sub- subject matter isn't really t- my taste, but I can see why someone who is into this type of thing can enjoy because it's structured pretty well and it's kind of enjoyable. The characters are likable. And maybe I might come back to it after the winter season or and if I have nothing else to watch. But it's definitely not something I'm going to be clamoring for. I'm going to be ditching this. Um, sorry, actors. You guys can do your acting little thing and your showing thing, but I'm going to watch some other shows. So, another music show. Idolish. Second beat second season of Idolish, which is a apparently a pretty popular music show. Um, it's uh, the animation studio is Troika, and they've done uh, RE Creators, Idol Noah Zero, first and second season. They've done obviously Idolish Seven, um, the first Idolish Seven, and um, I'm pretty sure they did the Lord. They did the Lord El Meloy. A special and then the show with 13 episodes. Um, but it, like I said, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what they're going to be doing because I think this show only had a few episodes as well. We don't know how many episodes are going to be going on because I think it is this production is kind of halted by the COVID 19. Um, and I think they are going to show the next of the, the rest of the episodes in April of 2020 for the spring. Um, anime lineup but for the first season i'm not gonna lie for the first episode of a second season for a show that i'm not familiar with it kind of got me excited Uh, look like i said before you know doesn't matter if you're in a second third fourth season your first episode should be at least competent it should be good and this idler seven did things that i think more shows should do build momentum for new story points Ignite excitement that made viewers tune in for the first se- previous seasons. And wrap it up in a nice little thing and try to present new themes, new problems. To be honest, they executed a first episode for a se- for a new season better than, than a scientific railgun and Haikyuu. Now, are the other shows better than this ILO 7? Probably, yeah, I'd probably say so. But could they learn something from... From the structure of, of a show from Idler's second beat. Oh, hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. I'll probably ditch this. Mainly because I'm not really into these type of shows. I'm really honestly done with these idol music type genres. Um, once again, it has a mix of 2D and 3D animation. Which baffle the ever living God of me. But I, it does seem like a solid return for a second season and for its fans that are looking forward to the show 
hope you're happy. I hope you enjoy it. But for me, I don't think it's all that special of an anime. Um, no matter how these cute little boy, these cute men look like in these outfits, it's not all that cool of a show. Nothing special. There's some takeaways from it that I think some shows need to learn. But other than that, nothing really cool. Nothing really special. On to the next one. On to the next one, indeed. Hey, yo, let's go. Welcome back, <clears throat> fellow weebs. Had to take a little break there, but we're back on the Weebcast show. Hope you guys enjoying things so far. We got through a few of the shows so far. And just a few that stuck. Number 24, 22-7. If my favorite pop idol made it to Budokan. But, and then the rest have been pretty dull. Even the ones that I've sticked so far have been so alright. I guess, um, but as for now, I have to get through some two more shows before we get another stick, and two ones that I really, that I'm dreading about even talking about, but uh, I guess let's just, let's just do it, let's just do it, the next one is Show by Rock, and uh, Show by Rock is a, another music anime, it's got some comedy, I guess, um, but it's slated for about 12 episodes. It's uh, produced by Pony Cannon and Polygon Pictures. Um, and the production studio is uh, Kinema Citrus. And they've done Made in Abyss, Black Bullet, uh, the uh, the Shield Hero anime, The Rising of the Shield Hero. And they've done uh, Barakamon Codebreaker. So they've done some pretty notable shows before. Um, this might be one of the worst shows I've ever seen, though. Um... What can I say? It's an idol show that utilizes 3D animation. That If that isn't going to be my new calling card for a shitty show, that's what it's going to be. Not even so much shitty, but as in just anime that I've... It's played out. I'm sorry. It's played out. It, it all reminds me when 2017, 2016, where like we got all those magical, show, magical girl shows. Well, 2020, at least the beginning of 2020, is going to be... All these fucking shitty idol shows. These music idol shows that no one's going to remember. Or barely anyone ever cares about. And wherever they find this niche. This niche of viewers that are constantly tuning in. And clamoring for this type. Need to be. Need to be silenced. I'm sorry. Look. look. I'm sorry if you guys. If one of you guys listening right now is an idol anime fan. But maybe watch some different anime. Because this here. This ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. This fucking ain't it. But Show by Rock is another music animal, music idol show that does really nothing special. But, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. Unless you believe that 3D chibi animals singing cute little songs is special. Then, if you do, then maybe this is the show for you. But, for me, this show is nothing but senseless dribble. Um, maybe check it out if you're really into that stuff, but this is a, this is one of the more forgettable shows I've ever seen. Um, look, if you want you to find some cute, cute songs, I'm sure you can find another anime for this. Something maybe with a little bit more plot, something with a little bit more substance, because I think I advise you guys just skip Show by Rock, um, and just ditch it. 
to be honest, if I didn't say the name just now, you probably wouldn't even know what the sh- what show we what what we're discussing because it, it doesn't even matter. It's so irrelevant. I just want to get into a show that I absolutely loved. Definitely in the top running for my favorite shows in this anime 2020 winter season, and that is Breakers. Where do I start on this one? There's just so much to get to in this show. There's so much I loved about it. So much that this show says. Um, there's just so much that the show says for the future of of its of this unique genre. Um, but look, it's a sports genre show, and you know I'm a sucker for some sports manga and sports anime. Um, but there's just so much underlying in this show that I just I have to I'm going to have to talk about it in an upcoming episode in a way more detailed manner because what I'm about to what I'm about to, what I'm going to discuss for this show isn't it won't do its justice but for the people who who've worked on this show I just want you to guy I mean you're definitely not going to listen to this and if you are by some chance hi I love your show um but the show is Breakers um I think it's done by I think it's going to be it's right on it's I know how many episodes it's, it's going to get um, it's runtime is usually around eight to nine minutes. It's a sports show. Um, it's produced by NHK and NHK Pro, uh, Enterprises. But the per- the uh, I think the producer, the studio Albacro, is actually this is their first work, I believe. I don't think they've sl- they've at least from what I've seen, they haven't produced anything else. Um, but this anime will center on para para athletes, you know, paraplegic athletes who meet in outcast sports scientist named Ren Narita. Um, the anime will have four stories about four different sports, wheelchair basketball, track, high jump, and uh, gold ball, and Paralympic swimming. Um, and that last point, where we'll have four different stories with four different uh, sports, par- um, sports, has to do something why it's all, it was almost my favorite. So, I'll just try to stick to just the first episode because there's a lot going on in here and a lot I want to talk about and I won't be doing it justice. But I'll try to stick to the point, which is the first episode. First, you guys should check out and watch this for yourself. It's a stick. I'll let you know right in front, but this is a stick. You guys should follow this. First of all, it's a sports anime, so it already had me interested. But it's a sport that I've only seen once done in a popular fashion in a sports fiction in a in a fictionalized way, and that's wheelchair basketball. I mean, if you guys are reading Real by uh, uh, Takehiro Inoue, who did, who did Slam Dunk, one of my favorite mangas of all time, um, he also did a he also he's also writing an anime called Real, which is about a, a person who plays who's plays wheelchair basketball. Um, but yeah, Breakers is about of what I thought when I first watched the first episode. I thought it was going to be nothing but wheelchair basketball. And I'm not sure if there's an anime that's done anything like this before. And if there is, let me know. But to my knowledge, I've never seen a done in an art. And I haven't. And if there is, I don't think there's been done in an art style like this. The art style is sketchy, like I said, with kind of with the uh, Natsunagu, but a little more refined, little but still rough around the edges. And it kind of matches the fluidity of a sports show and what's going on with it. Um, it's fluid. It makes the motions feel like a little you know rustic uh more realistic in a way but it's about a boy who idolizes his brother's basketball skills and just idolizes him in general really um the main character has two prosthetic legs 
and a finger missing on one hand and three fingers missing on his other. Um, but in the episode, we really we weren't really we aren't told um, exactly how you know whether it, he was just born this way, was there an accident? All that's left unknown. Um, and we, we really we, there's no really hint towards it. At least I didn't. At least for the the two viewings I sat down for this. Um, but all we know is that he loves basketball, and he loves his brother, and he loves the both. So. But this weird scientist guy recruits him into the world of wheelchair basketball. And we'll probably see his journey off into the big stage of becoming pro. Or at least seeing the big stage of wheelchair basketball. I hope. That's what I'm hoping for this show. And that's what makes this show's tagging a little bit different. I know it's tagged as sports. Um, but there should be maybe some sci- not, I don't know if it's sci-fi or maybe a or maybe a Maybe a Senin or a kind of Shonen kind. Of, I don't know what attack it needs to be, but I don't think it's purely sports. Because when you you should watch it for yourself. But the scientist guy, the when we when he's introduced, we seem like there's a little bit. It's not at least to my knowledge the way the science is predicted in the show. It doesn't seem like it's reflected of what we're at in the sci- in the science community. At least, um, at least that's what I believe. So I think there's a little more. There's a little little unrealistic tinge and I think he adds to it um but other than that the out but other than that most of it feels pretty ground to the um you know earth ground you know to the ground realistic um believable um pretty feasible as well um now the one thing that has now some of the drawbacks well let me get finished some of the great things about it first of all it's an anime about a about a paraplegic sport in wheelchair basketball I think that's freaking amazing um, I'm surprised I've never I haven't seen this been done before and how sports animes are becoming more and more popular over the years over these last like probably you know four or five years I'm really surprised there hasn't been any sports done or you know paraplegic type of sports um, in anime or and if there is definitely let me know let me on Twitter you can send a voice message if you're listening to this on anchor let me know um, and if you do, you can, you can get featured on the next on the on the next show, especially if you do a voice message on Anchor. But um, I would like to know because I've never seen this type of thing tackled in anime before, um, in such a wholesome way. Um, and some other things I like about it, the animation style I think it suits the suits the mood. Um, you you already feel connected to the main character. You almost you're already on his side. Um, you want to see him succeed. Um, the brother is a really nice character. Oh, seems very supportive. The mother seems overly supportive. Um, it's definitely a feel-good anime, uh, and I'm definitely probably going to stick with it to see what the other stories are. Now, you probably heard, and I'm going to get into the downsides. Some of the things I'm not too, maybe that's that I'm a little confused about. Wondering how that's going to work, and I'm wondering how how the structure of the show is going to work. Um, it's the, the runtime. One, the first thing we'll talk about is the runtime for the show. The runtime is about eight or nine minutes. Um, I think this does a disservice to the plot. Um, mainly because now it seems like it's gonna not be so much plot heavy like I initially thought, and it's probably just gonna focus on the actual of the sports, which is fine, and that's all fine and dandy. I did, but I was expecting a little bit, a little more substance to the plot-wise and connection to the wheelchair basketball, you know, for wheelchair basketball and, you know, trying to tug on some heartstrings. I think the runtime is a little, it's a little mystifying for me. I'm not quite sure what they were doing about that. Um, 
And then the second thing, which kind of plays into the runtime, is that the short stories. Now, it's, ba- it's going to be based off four different sports. Like I said, wheelchair basketball, track and high jump, uh, gold ball, and Paralympic um, swimming. Um, now, I don't know. I'm not quite sure if... if Because um, there, there's no information about how many episodes are going to be in this in this particular show. Um, so maybe, you know, if this was like a, a regular 12 episode, you know, 12, 12 or 11 episodes, maybe that means we could probably get three episodes per sport. Um, but I don't even know that. Um, I have, a, I have, I have, a, I'm guessing that's probably what it'll be. Um, but that only makes me a little more, a little more less excited to see how this works. out. I'm going to watch it because I don't, cause I think an anime about parent, uh, uh, para-athletes is a really interesting and um, unique and fresh on the sports genre and should be done I think should be highlighted a little bit more in, in anime and manga just in literature in general but it, the fact that it's going to be split up in four sports with probably different characters I'm assuming it's probably going to be different characters kind of I don't know loses some of my my emotional involvement in, with the show you know like imagine if your show, your favorite show, had four different pro tags, differently spaced out in the in the season. Let's say Naruto was spread like you know, for one fourth of the show we focused only on Naruto, and the second second fourth second part we we focused on Shikamaru, and then the third part Sasuke, and the last part Sakura or something. You know what I'm saying? And then their their stories were all separate, but kind of in the same kind of world. It'd be kind of You'd be less involved in it, in the plot, in the characters, in the story. It may be riveting, it may be kind of fascinating, but it's it's hard to kind of be tangible when it's kind of spaced out like that with different protags like that. Um, so that is kind of the downside to that. But um, I but I'm still gonna watch it. I'm still gonna definitely support it and stream it because I do think this is a show that. That needs to have more of its kind. And that's why I'm going to... More of its kind in the future. And that's why I will stick with it. Um, that's Breakers. Uh, you guys should definitely check that out. Um, I just wish the whole show was just about one athlete. And then one... Or a certain team of athletes. And their journey. You know. From from humble beginnings to become a pro. Or some kind of goal. You know. And if the show was just nothing. Like the first episode. And it was just stuck to wheelchair basketball. And this character. I think that we... I think we'd have... A, a pretty damn good show on our hands. I don't think it's. I think it still might be a, a pretty good show. Um, and I'm gonna definitely go stick with it. And it definitely, I thought it could definitely be in my top of the season if it stuck on just this one focused on this character and wheelchair basketball. But the fact that it's gonna talk about four different sports with pr- presumably different characters, kind of lost my my involvement. In it. It's still gonna stick with it. And I think you guys should definitely at least check it out. But I, I just wanted to be up, you know, clear about what, what some of the disappointing things about the show. Um, now, just from something really interesting, you know, and something unique as wheelchair basketball in an anime, we get something with that's a little less interesting and something that's annoying, starting to annoy the hell out of me. And that is more 3D idol shows. I told you that was going to be a theme. I told y'all in the beginning, up top, this shit was going to be a theme. And it's grated my everlasting nerve, I swear to God. But 
this show is slated for 11 episodes. Um, it's produced studio by Domino Picture, Danimo Pictures, and they've done some shows you probably have never heard of. They've done Pinkman short movies. They've done um, Yukaki Dandan. It's a movie. They did a special. Don't worry about it. Don't you're not gonna you're not gonna care about those animes and you're not gonna care about this anime at all. Um, but ARP Backstage Pass is a show about this four member dance and vocal group created by AR Technology. Um, and this popular popular group got their start with AVEX, and they're unique for their interactive concerts and highly you know combine highly skilled song and dance routines with a format that changes based on how the fans are cheering them on. Um. Trust me, the, the description shouldn't be shouldn't be anything special to you, and don't let it fool you, really. <sighs> More 3D animation, then we must be talking about idol shows, you know what I'm saying? If that's what you thought, when, I mean, you're going to start, when you start hearing 3D, you're going to start thinking about idol shows now. I swear to God, because that's what I do right now. At least for this special, especially for this season. In all seriousness... I don't think I can handle this anymore. I, I don't know what's worse. Talking cute animal shows. Or these damn 3D idol shows. But one of the two have to be eradicated from, from human history. Uh, and I'm kind of leaning towards the 3D idol shows for right now. But. I will say. That the 3D animation in this show was actually pretty competent. And it was a little bit better. To be honest it was a little bit better at most some points. Than the 2D animation in the show. Some of it, it almost felt like I was watching two different shows, if I'm on, in all honesty. It even felt that with the narrative. It was a split narrative seeing some of our future AR, ARP band members get together and be accepted to this prestigious music school. Uh, and and then the other half is kind of like, what what did the producers see in them? Or what did they do to have the producers you know, seek them out and be admitted into the school? Uh, I will say the plot's really nothing special like before. Um, or interesting, nothing new about it. Though, I will say, I think it has some of the best idol music out of this entire season, though. I think I can say that pretty safely. I think some of the better idol shows, like 22-7 and If My Idol Made It to Bukudan, I Would Die. I think those shows are better shows, better written shows, more interesting shows. Um, but I think ARP... Um, ARP Backstage Pass actually has some pretty good music. I think music you could probably listen to outside of the show, and I think that's what they're going to be known for. If anything, you want to be, an- if you want to do anything about this anime, maybe listen to the opening, listen to some of the songs in the show, and then leave it at that. You don't have to watch it. Maybe look at the 3D animation because it is pretty neat. It is pretty. It looks pretty competent. It's better than some of the 3D animation. Better on this crop of anime in winter 2020. But other than that, it's you. You be wasting your time watching this show um it's a valiant attempt though it was a valiant attempt for out there for you weebs out there but watch something better than this this is a ditch for me i'm not even gonna waste my time on it you shouldn't either uh and we're just gonna get into that next show um now these last shows i'm sorry i, I I'm, I'm gonna even i'm gonna be rude with you guys i feel like i'm gonna be wasting your time talking about these shows because i'm not gonna watch them and you're not gonna watch them but I'll, I'll go on with them anyway. The next one's Healing, uh, pre, uh, Healing Good Precur. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a new Precur series. <laughs> it's just a, you know, magical girl anime, you know, almost kind of like, you know, 20, like circa 2017 or something. 
This is what you guys were waiting for, right? <laughs> You've been waiting for a nice little Magical anime, right? It's been a few years. You know, but here you go. Good question. Good question, anonymous viewer. Where's all my Magical Girl anime at? Well, here it is. Healing Good Precur. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the... Um, I know this is an original sourced anime. This, this isn't based off a manga or a light novel or anything like that. I know it doesn't have any slate, a certain direct amount of episodes that might be getting this season, but it's it's shoujo, fantasy, magic, action, 24 minutes for each one. It's definitely based towards younger children. I mean, younger children. Um, and I'm pretty sure this is the only Magical Girl show in this season. And it's definitely the f- inferior one. The Madoka, the Magica Madoka side story one's a lot, a lot more thrilling than this. A lot more interesting than this. Leaves you wanting more. This one doesn't do any of that sort. Maybe because it, it is directed towards young girls, and I'm, and if you can't hear my voice right now, I'm deaf. You know, I probably don't sound like a young girl. So maybe this isn't my type of anime. Doesn't mean it. Doesn't mean if it even is directed towards kids, it should be somewhat entertaining or have some kind of inter- entertaining qualities. This has nothing of that such. You'd be better just watch, like I said, watching Magical Madoka, the side story for this season. Um, but I'll be serious, it'll be a little more serious. The show isn't necessarily bad, but it just lacks anything to set it apart from its precursors, from its predecessors. I mean, the whole doctor curing the world motif is neat, but there's really nothing fresh there. And the characters all kind of seem the same, just from different shades of the same character, of one kind of emotion. Um,. And it's I know, and it's done by Toei Animation, which you can kind of once you see it, you know it definitely. You could just tell, and it looks like it's done by Toei. I'm not sure why Toei did this. Um, is animating this? I'm not quite sure. Um, why it's rated so high in in some kind of anime sites? To be honest, I'm not quite sure. Um, because there's really nothing inherently special about this, <laughs> like at all. Um. And we could talk about the animation in Toei. I, I've talked enough shit about them. If you've known me already, if you know C-Dub already, you know C-Dub. He'd be C-Slandered Toei in the, in the past and how they ruined a lot of some of my favorite animes. And probably some of your favorite animes as well. But So I won't do that today. I'll leave that today. But the animation is okay. Um, and if you have a weird fix for more Magical Girl shows that aren't really that kind of subpar, then maybe you should check this out. Um... But there's better shows to watch if you want to sink your glittery magic teeth into. This one's a big old fat ditch. Um, and speaking of ditches, I'm going to be ditching this next show. On um, Hinatsu is the next show that I'm going to be talking about. Um, I think it's slated for about 12 episodes, but I think that's unknown. That that's an unofficial source with that one. Um, it's an adventure mystery type. Don't know where the mystery comes from. Don't know where the adventure comes from. It's an original sort. It's an original anime. Um, and this was probably... Uh, let's see. And for the shortest runtime of the anime goes to... Hinasu! With a runtime of about one minute and a half. <laughs> this is something I've never experienced before. I'm not playing with y'all. I had to watch three of these episodes just to grab a hold of what the hell I was watching. And even now, I still don't understand what the hell I was watching. See, it's about these two girls conversing over random stories just after defeating a prism-looking creature. That's it. I, I don't know what fully the conversation... I, I will say the conversation feels so realistic, natural. Like, it almost feels like 
they just animated someone's actual conversation like from a podcast or from a show or a youtube video or whatever because it feels that natural and realistic um but i'm gonna dish this show i'm sorry there's little bare bones no plot really maybe there's some novelty in the conversation from it but other than that it's not worth anyone's time really um especially not for a minute 30 second each even if you're curious but not even that just gonna go on to the next one just go on to the next one and the next one i will say probably is the worst anime i've ever damn i've ever done see um so it's called rebirth rebirth um Source is a card game. It's a TCG. It's a TCG anime, trading card game anime. It's um, it's done by I think uh, Liden Films. Um, if they've done Berserk, Terraformers, Killing Bites, Berserk Season Two, what else they've done? I think they've also done Senyu Two, uh, Sekoku Boys, uh, Phantom in the Twilight, Last Song, the Initial D movie. Um, from not too long ago, I think they did. I think they did the initial D Legend movies, like one, two, three, one through three. Um, and they've done Card Fight, Card Fight Vanguard, an actual really good um TCG type show. I mean, they did the movie. They did the uh, Card Fight Vanguard movie. I'm sorry, but um, and like I said, the duration of this show is about three minutes, and yeah, that. Does a lot of damage to this show and to my first impression. Look, I loved look TCG in it. Got me excited. See, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I love Duel Masters, and I love Car Fan Card Fight Vanguard. So I was like, let's jump in into Rebirth. Let me see what it's all about. Oh, oh, I'm. S- this show doesn't teach us a single thing about the game, and we don't actually get the Sega match played in the first episode at all. Shit. This is this is really bad anime. Like really bad. Okay, okay, let me watch it again. Let me just see. I'm tripping off. Sorry, Chris C dub will be right back. Oh, right three minutes later, because that's how long the first episode was. And uh yeah, the only thing we know about this card game, Rebirth, is that the game has pervaded every single aspect of life. Literally, like, yeah, they show political leaders and world dignitaries all play the game or have talk about the game. Everybody and their mama playing it. But I'm sorry, this show is some ass. Ass, 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 ass. I'm not even gonna tell you about the plot, because I'm not sure if there is any. I mean, there's there's these three girls who are a team of rebirth players that and that wanna reach the world championship. But you wouldn't even know because most of it is just filled with stupid shit. Ditch it, people. Ditch it. It's ass. No, actually, matter of fact, it's super ass. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I got a little carried away. I'm sorry. Some of these shows are just, especially towards the end, it's just so bad. It's just so bad. All right. You know what? There's two more left. And I'm just going to let you know right now that you should ditch these shows. Because they do nothing. Nothing at all. The next one is Hulaling Babies. Um, it's slice of life comedy. It's done by Gaina Studios. They've done um, Masimune Dentist uh, uh, Dentist Denticle. They've done 
I mean, they have, I'm trying to think of what they've done. I think they had Aoko, uh, Uru in Blue, and then they did the Piano No Mori the first two seasons. That might have been their, their some of their better anime. But this is trash. I'm sorry. The episodes are about a minute long. The animation, I will say the animation style is pretty unique. It's like, it's pretty poppy, pretty colorful. But I think that's where the I think that's where the magic kind of wears off. In all honest, in all honesty, um, if you want to talk about three minutes wasted, it's this, or about a minute wasted. It's it's this. I'm sorry, just for this for my sanity. Please don't make me talk about this. I'm sorry. Was that? I'm sorry. The production studio talking to me right now. I'm sorry. You said tell them about what it's about. Um, it's. Do I have like? Do I have to? So, it's about these people who enter hula hooping competitions. And that's it, I guess. I mean, I feel like I was watching a, a poorly made Disney Channel movie, but that lasted about two minutes. No one wants to watch an anime about hula hooping, especially one especially one that's going to be centered around it, especially with animation that's almost hard, near impossible to follow at some points. It's got some, there was like one funny moment, but I don't think it was supposed to be funny. I think I found it unironically funny. Um, like I, it wasn't meant to be funny, but don't worry, I'm not even going to explain it because you shouldn't watch this. And for the last one, thank God, did we really reach the end? The last show, the 45th show is Maru Maru Manual. Um, it's a comedy show. I think it's done by uh, Kachidoki Studio. And they've done shows. Some weird ass shows. I, 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 I think they did Happy Josie. Neku Danyan. Uh, Ka, uh, Kawari Kuksan. I'm trying to think of a show that you might have heard of. I don't think they've done anything of note. Most of the shows are pretty low key and not that good. Not well received. Um, each episode is about a minute. It's based off a digital manga. Um, uh, it's it's stupid. It, I think it's it's directed towards babies. It's a it's it's a short, it's a little comedy story that follows the daily life of a somewhat flippant palace's cat or manual named Manuel Kun, an orange tabby cat named Chatora Kun, Sufoku Kun, and other cats. It's like ham. It's like that that hamster anime, except has no memes and not funny. Ironically or unironically, and a waste of your time. <laughs> I'm serious, like a waste of your time. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, though, we have reached the end of the winter 2020 anime. Um, first impressions, all 45 shows, part one and two. Well, this is the part two. Um, thank you for listening to my thoughts. Um, and then. Coming up in my little wrap-up section, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what my overall thoughts about this winter 2020 season. I'm going to go over the shows once more. I'm not even going to go over the shows I've ditched, ditching. I'm going to go over just the shows that I've, I'm going to be sticking with this season. Um, maybe say one or two things about each one real fast and let you know why you should guys at least check them out and stick with them for this season. But we're going to roll out to that music real quick. And I'm going to see y'all in a little bit. Maybe after an hour. I'll see y'all in a little sec. Alright, C-Dub salute.
Hey yo, let's go. Welcome back to Weebcast. You just reached the uh, wrap up, the conclusion of episode four, my winter 2020 anime first impressions. And finally, we did it. We did it, y'all. It's been a long few weeks watching 45 of these shows. 45, exactly 45 episodes. The first episode of every new premiering show in this winter 20 season, 2020 season. And uh, it's been a long ride. Um, I appreciate y'all's support. I hope you guys enjoyed these last two episodes. Or these last episodes of my winter impressions. Like, there were some highs and some lows. But I'm only going to focus on the highs real quick. I'm going to give you some of my overall thoughts. And I just wanted to focus on some of the shows that I'm definitely sticking with. Um, if by chance you're watching this episode and you didn't watch the first part of my winter first impressions show, you should definitely watch that show. Watch that episode. Um, but. These are the animes that I'm going to be sticking with. If my favorite pop idol made it to the Bokodan, I would die. It's a very interesting take on the fandom side of an idol of idols. Um, it's a different take on the idol genre. It's really funny. The sub and dub are actually really funny. Um, you could either go with either one. Um, definitely a stick. Twenty two seven. Another idol show that I was reluctant to watch in the beginning, but the main characters got this angst. Got this um, a unique v- viewpoint on idols. Kind of despises idols, but becomes one for the sole fact to support herself and her family. And then a mysterious wall that kind of, kind of drew them all together. Um, it kind of, it, it kind of intrigues me, and I kind of want to see where it's going. That's going to be a stick. Um, and then the other sticks um, for this for the 2020 anime season is going to be Darwin's Game. Um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I was on the fence with this one, but I think I'm going to stick with it. It's got some comedy, um, but it was ba- it reminded me of a manga of, a, of the same premise where they got an app and then the app initiates fights between its users and it's pretty gory. It's pretty serious. It's pretty raw. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. That's Darwin's game. Uh, Kyoku no Suri. That is the, um, or the inspector. Beth, definitely one of my favorite shows of this season. I think it's the best of this, best of this season. So, uh, by far, um, I think it has a nice, it has a, con- a nice contrast with its two main characters. Them being on opposite sides of this mystical world that we, kn- that we know as demons and spirits. One whose, bo- one whose body is poison to the demons and the one other main character, um, where these demons and spirits kind of rally behind and treat this person, treat them as their queen. Um, definitely a show. Definitely might probably be the topic if I had to pick one. Um, and that's Inspector. The next one is Somali to, to, uh, Tomari. Um, that's the other one I'm going to be heavily sticking towards um, for this season. Um, I'm trying to think of what the Somali and the Forest Spirit. That's what it was. Um, and that's the slice of life, uh, adventure, demons, drama, fantasy kind of style. The music was so nice, so relaxing. The animation was basic, but I love the art direction. I love the oil painting stills in that one. The opening is a fucking bop. Uh, very good use of visual cues. Very subtle, nice and tips and tricks throughout the episode that make it nice and sweet. Um, you and you kind of understand the characters' motivations without them, ex- without very much exposition, and the mysterious kind of tat and the mysterious around the history of humans makes it so interesting that's a stick um the other one the other major big stick i'm going to be on is keep your hands off Ilzokin. um 
definitely one of the probably one of the top ones of this season as well Senin comedy school adventure basically about a, these three girls whose main goal is to make an anime um and they all have their skills one is really good at making has concept art skills the other one's really good at character design the other one's really good at managing people and wants to make money <laughs> it's very funny it's going to get a live action pretty soon this april it's going to then it's going to get a six episode live action series spinoff from that um i'm definitely excited for this show i can't wait to see more of it um definitely underrated maybe not underrated i think pretty well received so far but definitely one of my favorite ones for this season definitely sticking you guys check that one out um another one that uh that i'm really gonna be sticking is gonna be id invaded uh and look i'm a sucker for de- for detective or you know kind of mystery shows i know this isn't so well received so far but i do like the sci-fi and the mystery and i love police kind of drama police work it's fan even if it's a fantasy and psychological edge to it's really nice um but yeah id invaded or i'd invaded is definitely it's kind of a mystery sci-fi show it's really refreshing for this and for this anime season so far and it brings up it just questions everybody's role and intent in this world while staying interesting and has a nice mix of puzzles and mysteries and detective work that kind of that kind of grounds it kind of grounds the motivations for the some of these characters um it's only the only mystery show really pure mystery show on this list and i highly advise it i highly advise you guys to watch it the other one that i really um really sticking to sticking for this season is going to be doro hedoro um which is based off a of manga which i need to start reading because i know it's freaking amazing it's got a lot of violence got a lot of profanity it's horror magic fantasy sound and action it's done my mappa um and basically it's about these mages and about these people who are hunting mages uh, it's just so much so much does it for me usually the cg animation is not really my thing but i think this does it best with its crude violence and and it's the gore i think it kind of works really well with it um this one's hardcore it feels very classic with the music and the content kaiman one of the characters in there steals the show um and definitely one of my favorite probably gonna be one of my favorite characters for this up for this anime season for sure and it has an aesthetic that isn't really present in today's animes at real at all um the next show that I re- that's that's definitely a big stick um for me and that's gonna be um a pet that's right now pet is gonna pet was um kind of the the mind kind of the mind horror type of show um like i'm trying to figure out how would i know and that this is another one that's not generally received all that well it's the sentence supernatural mystery type of show by general studio um based off a of manga um i have no clue what the fuck happened in that first episode but i love every bit of it it's an easy stick the opening is all damn bop definitely one of my favorites for this season personally um i'm definitely gonna talk about pet in the future for sure um Maybe it drops at the first episode. I don't know why it gets some of the low ratings it does on some other places that I've I've seen some anime reviews and all that stuff. But it's definitely a mind horror where these people are using psychological warfare uh, to either make money and do and other things like that. Definitely check that out. Um, and then also the case files of the jeweler Richard. Definitely one of the surprise ones on my stick sticks really so far um 
I wasn't really expecting it to be that to be the, all that type that heartrending emotional. But um yeah, the yeah, the Kiss Files of Jeweler Richard is definitely a show I'm definitely gonna watch. It's about an um basically this jeweler who they're gonna and these basically this novelist and this jeweler are gonna be do you know buddy copying it up with these various jewel related cases cases unraveling the psychological aspects of their owners that lie within these gems. Um, it's a slice of life. It's mystery. It's really dramatic. It you know it, I think it's it's definitely um, something to tug on the heartstrings. I feel like this one's gonna. I, I'm sad it's only gonna get 12 episodes. Maybe we'll see more of it. But definitely what a definitely a big stick. And definitely one of my favorites. Um, and definitely the last the last one of the sticks. The ones I think you guys should stick with. Is A Destructive God Sits, sits Next to Me. That's the 12 episode series that's going to be this season. Slice of Life Comedy School Jose. <clears throat> and it's about just a guy. Sen, uh, or Seti Karaoke. He's trying to have a normal school life. But <clears throat> instead ends up acting as a straight man. To his odd ass classmate. Kabuto Hanadori. And Kabuto is a delusional high school student who fantasizes over, you know, all kinds of things. That he's a knight on this journey, has mystical dark powers, and that, that his, if his eye patch is removed, his dark alter ego, which he refers to as, I, I quote, Michael Offenbarn and Dunko Height. And Seri is just determined to not let himself get pushed around by Kabuto, but it seems, you know, that's gonna be easier said than done, so... Um, definitely one of the probably the funniest show on this list. I laughed. I did not laugh at any show in this entire show in this season. Harder probably than than a de- destructive god since next to me. I think from almost every other minute, there's something wor- chuckle worthy. It's dramatic. It's over the top, and it's not ashamed to be that one bit. It's sticking for sure. Um, and plus, I had a nod. Little wink and nod to Slam Dunk. Hope you guys point that out. Leave a voice message or tell me on Twitter. First one that lets me know will be shouted out on the show for sure. But it had a little Slam Dunk reference. Let me know if you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But um, but that's those are the animes I'm going to be watching and continuing on this winter 2020 season. Um, but thank you. Those are just my thoughts. These are my feelings, my first impressions for all the 45 shows. That are new and that premiered this winter season. Thank you for sitting along with me. Um, I can feel you holding my hand still. You can release. You can let go. We've made it to the end. <sighs> Hallelujah. I hope you guys had a lot of fun with me. I had a lot of fun watching. Mm, oh, not all 45 of these shows. But I enjoyed watching some of them. And as you've probably heard over these these last few episodes. Um, I hope you Tell me about some of these shows you watched. Let me know if you think I'm wrong. What shows you think I'm wrong about. What shows I need to give a second chance to watch a little bit more of. All that can be done on if you're watching that on Anchor. You could definitely leave a voice message. Or if you follow my Twitter, which is at J-X-N-M-O-R-I. You can follow me there if you want to get any updates on for the Weebcast show, the anime and manga show. Or if you want to let me know any feedback about the show and how I'm currently doing. Um... Also, if you listen wherever you listen to, whether you listen to this on Anchor or you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening to on the, your favorite podcast app, make sure you guys share it. Make sure you guys rate it, like it, um, review it. Let me know your honest thoughts on whatever platform you guys are listening to. And also, I just set up a support thing so you become a listener, a supporter, uh, a we official Weavecast supporter. So if you listen to this on Anchor right now, if you go to the my profile, you can hit support. 
Um, and then you can actually give a, your month, a monthly donation. It can be a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. Um, I really hope you guys will be able to maybe just try considering becoming an official supporter to enhance and grow this uh, creative project. Um, to involve more people, to do more and cooler things, get some cooler guests on the show. I really do, guys. I really hope you guys consider contributing to the show um, in that way, becoming a listener supporter and donate monthly if you'd like. Um, but if not, there's also ways, there's other ways you can support it in Beyond the Scenes. You can also tell me how you feel about the show. Make sure you guys share it with your friends and family and um, make sure you guys keep listening. Um, and keep staying in tune because I really do appreciate it. And for the people who have already listened and the people who plan to continue to listen or if you guys are a new listener and you're listening for the first time, I hope you had a lot of fun. I know these episodes are rough, but I do have a lot of fun with them. I have a lot of fun interacting with you guys and sharing these episodes on Twitter and, and Instagram and Tumblr and, and that stuff. I, so I, um, I, w- I wish I want to continue this project and I hope you guys will walk with me. Um, and just walk with C-Dub as we reach on this journey of in the mystical and wacky world of anime and manga but appreciate it thank you for letting me into your ears into your homes and allowing me to speak my thoughts on these shows um, I'm not going anywhere guys C-Dub is going to be here to do a lot of cool things with it um, in world of anime and manga come out with some interesting topics um, thank you so much for listening um That'll be all. Guys, have a lovely morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it may be. C-Dub, make sure you guys stand up and salute. Your boy's out.